0: All right, and just like that we are live everybody a very special episode here of the patrick Carr show i'm telling you there's not going to be any video introduction here there's nothing to be anything to to try to hook you in because the facts here are enough um today on november the first uh, citizens property insurance has announced a rate increase going to effect today of 6.4 percent for florida homeowners everybody Now, if that does not catch your attention, then I don't know exactly what will. Uh, For those people who have citizens already, uh, your next renewal, you're going to see a 6.4% rate increase, everyone. And for any new policies they write, that is going into effect immediately. Um, It is really um, indicative of what we have seen here in the state of Florida, isn't it? Uh, Constantly, premiums are continuing to go up for Florida homeowners. And insurance companies are raking in money on the back of Floridians. Now that is not the narrative that you are going to see out there in the news. And the point of this podcast right here over the next 15 minutes is to explain to you a couple of things. First, I wanna tell you what you're gonna hear in the next couple of months. What you're gonna continue to hear from our news, our legislators, what you're gonna continue to hear in the letters you get from your insurance company. The next thing I wanna discuss is what can be done about it. And to understand that, we have to understand the process that goes into everything. And then I want to tell you what it looks like in the future for this industry. So we're really going to take you on a lot. I really want you to understand everything that's happening right now in Florida. Now, if you're not in Florida, you might be sitting here going, whoa, this has nothing to do with me. Wrong. Because we have seen time and time again, everybody, that Florida is the one who leads the way for what happens in the rest of the country. So you're in South Carolina, you're in Colorado. I promise you the policies that are put in place in Florida are going to reach your state soon enough. How do you fight them? What is the truth behind why them ha- they happen? That is what we're talking about here today on the Patrick Carr Show. A very special episode for millions of Floridians that are going to be affected by this rate increase, paying thousands upon thousands of more dollars to big insurance, all right? And in this case, to the state. So the first thing I want to talk about is this. How do we get to this place right here? How do we get to the place where we're talking about citizens' property insurance? I mean, weren't they supposed to be when they were created? the the uh, insurer of last resort is what you're constantly hearing. Um, You're not supposed to have citizens, you're supposed to have all state or you're supposed to have universal property and casualty, you're supposed to have a private insurance carrier in the state of Florida to make sure that you're taken care of. So why is it that we have such an influx of people that are going over to citizens? Well, that's what I want to talk about. Because over the next couple of months, you're gonna see this narrative that is gonna be pushed by our media. You're already seeing it right now. I saw reports in ABC, I saw CBS reports in newspapers that we have this because insurers are leaving the state and insurance is becoming too risky in the state of Florida. And therefore there's not options for Floridians out there. And they've got no choice but to go over to citizens because there's just no one else here. Or it's become too risky and it's too expensive. And the person to blame for that, well, there's twofold. Well, maybe even three now. They're even coming up with a third. It's greedy contractors who are fraudulent and filing these terrible, frivolous claims. You've got attorneys that are pushing up litigation costs. And now you've even got public adjusters that are the problem. All of them are what is causing all the problems in the state of Florida. So got me thinking about, you know, as we hear this coming down, what are the real facts in the state? What do the numbers really show us? And that is what I want to talk about. Let's first of all, turn to Universal. Um, they are the largest private carrier in the state of Florida for homeowners. Uh, about 10% of Florida homes have Universal. The only one that rivals that is citizens that we're talking about here today. And I think understanding the story of Universal will be, show you what's indicative in the entire state. Now again, Universal, like every other carrier, has been crying for the past couple of years about how expensive it is to be in the state of Florida and how they need more concessions from our, litig- uh, from our legislation and uh, from our litigators. Um, how, you know what, it's just, we need more, we're being screwed over, our, our industry is bleeding out, all these different words that you're gonna hear and you continue to hear from insurance companies. But if you really wanna know the truth, you have gotta do what? You gotta follow the money. How many of us have heard that, right? And to follow the money, you've got to go to the Shareholders Report. Now, Universal is based in Fort Lauderdale. And as I said, they're the largest insurer of homes in the state. So what better place to go than their Shareholders Report? And that's exactly where I went. And I want to read off the numbers to you. And you tell me if this is an industry that is bleeding out. If this is an industry that cannot afford to go and and insure Florida homeowners, forcing them to go over to citizens who is now raising their rates by 6.4%. Tell me if this sounds like an industry that is hurting right now, that is bleeding out. Now, let me explain. Let's take a look, first of all, if you don't believe anything else, 2013, the share price for Universal was a little under $5 at $4.97. 2021, the average price, $13.76, over 100% jump in that eight-year period. Sounds like a company that's really bleeding out. Let's take a look at 2016 through 2021. During that time, underwriting went up every single year. They had a record year in underwriting every single year. Services, 2016 to 2021, every single year, a record year. Investments, the only time it went down was last year and that's because they elected to invest less and keep more cash on hand. Wow, tough life they live over there. So you have record years in underwriting, services, and investments coming from Universal. That is what they're sharing. With their, st- with their shareholders, that's not what they're sharing with you in the media. In the media, it's an industry that's in crisis, but that's not true, everybody, is it? Because we're already seeing that, but let's just continue here along this, okay? Let's continue with looking at this year. Second quarter of 2022 compared to the second quarter of 2021, they brought in 12.4% more money that is $532.5 million they brought in in the second quarter of 2022. That's up over 12.4% over 2021 in that quarter alone. Think about how many millions of dollars it is. They're having a record quarter in what they bring in. But listen, it's not just quarter number two. Let's look at this last quarter of 2022, quarter number three. And this, again, according to the shareholders report themselves from Universal. Direct premiums, they brought in $500.7 million this last quarter. That is up, get this, everybody, over 15.6% over the same quarter in 2021. Does that sound like an industry that is bleeding out, that is in crisis? This private insurer, the largest one in the state, is bringing in more money than ever. And yet we're supposed to believe as Floridians that this industry is in crisis, that they need more concessions to be made in a special session that is coming up that I guess the first two special sessions we had, I guess weren't enough, now we need another one to give them more. They're having record years, everyone, but yet we're having to give these private insurance more concessions, more things that are good for them, and who's the one who ends up footing the buck? It's Florida homeowners, because they drop individuals. They choose to insure who they want to insure, and in the meantime, forcing people over to citizens who then has the right to do the rate increase on people, and you can't do a thing about it if you're on citizens. Good luck trying to negotiate with them. You can't do it. They know you have nowhere to go. It leaves Floridians with nowhere to turn except for citizens and find a way to make it work. Find a way to take more out of someplace else in your life and give it over to big insurance or big government in this case. Now, I know my, my, I don't know, my insurance advocates, if they're out there, they're going to say, well, Patrick, you don't understand. See, we had Ian that just came through. And this is a natural disaster like we've never seen. And you know, these natural disasters put undue strain on insurance companies. And that's why you, know, you have these rate increases that happen or that's why you know, they need this money to have on hand. The first question I would ask you is this everyone, isn't that exactly why we have insurance companies? I mean, isn't a natural disaster the exact reason we should have insurance? So if every time a natural disaster comes through, they cry wolf and oh man, woe is us, then why do we have insurance? because that's exactly what I'm paying my premium to you for, to cover me in the case of a big loss. That's why your company exists. But, you know, I'll tell you, it even gets worse than that, the corruption. I'm going to turn you again to the Universal's re- third quarter earnings report. This is, just came out, literally, came out 10:27:22. So just a few days ago, their earnings report came out. And I'm going to, I can't believe this when I read it, everybody. Their chief executive officer, Mr. Stephen Donaghy, and forgive me if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, on the very top of the report, I'm gonna quote what he has to say right here because I think it's gonna blow you away. (laughs) He's talking here about Ian, all right? And he says, quote, despite our 1 billion estimated gross loss from Hurricane Ian, we have a $3 billion reinsurance tower in place for a subsequent event in the 2022 Atlantic hurricane season. And our consolidated retention would be meaningfully lower Highlighted by the strength and breadth of our catastrophe fund in place. I'm sorry, catastrophe reinsurance program. Computer went out right there. Folks, (laughs) if if you don't know what this means, it is key to understanding why we have a true insurance crisis in this state. On average, when you pay your insurance company, you believe what? That that money goes towards policies and making sure that if somebody home is damaged, or that they have money to pay it out, right? You would think that normally that's the way insurance works, but it's not. Actually, 40 cents on average of every dollar you pay over to your insurance company goes to something called reinsurance. That's right. You have insurance companies that insure insurance companies. And so what uh, this Mr. Steven here is talking about is saying that they're not going to have a big loss after Ian. They didn't have a big loss after Michael, and they don't have big losses when these huge storms roll through. All they do is they just tap into the reinsurance fund that they've been paying into with your premiums. And then the story goes that they're going to say, hey, look at all the money we're having to pay out right now. We need you to give us more from a litigation and from Tallahassee. We need more to make sure that we're going to be solvent in the state. Hold on now. Haven't you already got enough? Aren't you actually getting your own chief executive officer right here in the earnings report says, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's I wanna, highlighting the strength and breadth of our catastrophe reinsurance program. Well, isn't that great for you? I mean, isn't that great for you as a Floridian that you have somebody out there that they don't have big losses, but yet their premiums are going up. They're getting more money coming in the door from their premiums than ever before, and yet their rates continue to go up and they don't have any liability and risk when it comes to these big catastrophes that roll through because they have a reinsurance program. Does that sound fair to you? It shouldn't. But in my opinion, what it does is it shows the, the depth of the corruption that we have in this state. And the fact that there isn't the news and the media covering this shows that the three wings of this thing are exactly working together. Our politicians, big insurance, and the media. Follow the money, everyone. All you've got to do is sit here and look at Universal's third quarter earnings report. You can look it up on Google. Just put in Universal third quarter earnings report. It'll pop right up. Click on it, and you can read the very top of it for yourself. This is what they're telling their shareholders while you hear in the media that this is, a, this is an industry that is in crisis. Meanwhile, they're forcing individuals to go over to citizens who now has a 6.4% rate increase, and if that doesn't piss you off, then I don't know it will. If you're an individual that's barely making ends meet and you're trying to get by and you have citizens because nobody else will cover you even though they're bringing in more money than ever before, they're telling you that you're too much of a risk and now you're seeing hundreds of dollars go out of your pocket when you're barely getting by right now, that should piss you off. It pisses me off because we should demand better of the people around us. We should demand better of our politicians to hold these insurance companies accountable to the truth. And the truth is you have to follow the money, everyone not what they're telling you, not what they pick it for in Tallahassee or they say in the insurance journal. No, it's what exactly is happening with the money. Now, the other narrative that you're going to hear and the reason that rate increases are happening, I want to set this straight is that insurance companies are leaving the state of Florida because they've, it's just too risky to be here. They're not making enough money, which I hope we put that to bed here with our first, um, our first half of the show. But here are the facts about who's leaving the state of Florida because you hear all these stories about, oh, you know, they're flooding out of the state. Since 2017, according to bankrate.com, seven companies have left the state of Florida. Seven, everybody. Since when? 2017. There are five more companies that are currently in the liquidation process right now. That's it. Now, that might sound like a lot, but did you know, according to NAIC, that's the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, there are 437 domestic carriers in the state of Florida? Just go to a quick Google search right now and put in top carriers for homeowner and to Google, you'll see top 25 lists pop up everywhere. So seven have left since 2017 and people are flocking out of the state? No, that is not the case. There are certain companies that have said, hey, we, know, we want to consolidate into maybe other places that don't have... Um, some of the high uh, risk that you want to put it that way because they're smaller carriers and don't have the reinsurance programs that larger ones do. There are some that have just had bad business practices. They invested heavily into Louisiana and then the three storms hit. So that is not indicative of what's happening in Florida, but this narrative that is going to be pushed that you're going to hear that your rates are going up because so many people are coming over to citizens because you have all these carriers that are leaving the state of Florida is simply not true. Seven carriers since 2017 have left. And so this media is going to push this onto you so for you to think that, oh, man, I guess there's just nobody left but citizens, huh? No, there's plenty of carriers left besides citizens, plenty of them. So why then? If it's not the fact, Patrick, that you've got you know, plenty of carriers and stuff like that, if we're talking about the greed of insurance companies, what are they doing to actually justify? What are they saying is the problem here? Well, I I said it earlier in the show, but they're saying the problem is three things. It's your pesky contractors, roofing guys, more specifically, the attorneys who represent those contractors. And now they're even throwing in public adjusters into there. Those are the real problem. And so I think it's worth talking about this. You're going to see one stat that's going to be thrown around. And it's going to say this, that 9% of the claims in the United States come from the state of Florida, but 79% of the litigation comes from the state and you go, Ooh, man, 80% 80% approximately of the litigation in the entire country is coming from the state of Florida. We must have a litigation problem. And it's going to sound that way when you hear that on the news or you read it in the paper. And it's going to be like, man, we need to do something about this because all this litigation is causing these premiums to go up, including that of citizens, 6.4% rate increase. Man, I, can't, I, can't, I don't blame them. I guess if they're being sued all the time. All these frivolous and fraudulent law, I mean, they must have something they can do. Well, as usual, that's a narrative that's a false narrative, everyone. And I want to run you through exactly why it is a false narrative so that you understand when you hear this, what you can say, what the truth is behind that. Now, to understand when they say a fraudulent claim, you first of all have to understand what does fraudulent mean? And to understand that, you have to know what the process is. And so here is the process as it works in the state of Florida. And tell me if this sounds fraudulent to you. Because you're going to hear uh, roof schemes is going to be a word that gets thrown around. These roofing contractors go out and they do these roof schemes in neighborhoods and they cause fraudulent claims. Now, I'm going to, to say this. If you're hitting golf balls off of roofs, that's fraudulent. If you're taking, you know, a, a hammer and you're hitting a roof and saying that that's going to be hail marks, then yeah, that's fraudulent. But fraudulent is not when you get the court to agree with you and the insurance company has to pay out. That's not fraudulent, everyone. That's a rightful claim that is owed to a homeowner. So let's talk about what fraudulent looks like. Let's talk about what a roof scheme actually looks like here in the state. And that, to understand that, you have to understand the process. Here's the process, everyone, that you need to understand, especially if you're a homeowner, and ask yourself this, does this sound fraudulent? Does this sound like a scheme? Or does it sound like an insurance company that is being ran by greed and is doing what they can to keep more money in their pocket and less money being paid out to homeowners because they're a for-profit business. You're going to have to make that choice for yourself, but I'm going to run you through the process. Tell me if this sounds familiar. Maybe you've done this or maybe one of your neighbors has. So first, let's say a contractor comes to your door. Roofing contractor comes there and he's like, hey, knock, knock, knock. And uh, you answer the door. He says, hey, you know, think you might have some damage. Other people in the area, I don't know. We, we wanna, we're checking for damage in the area. You're like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I saw some roofs go on over here. You know, sure, go in and check it. So what does the contractor do? Goes up there, sees if there's some damage, comes back down, and he says this. He says, they see there might be some damage that may be in line with their HOA3 or your HO3 policy. They suggest that you go ahead and give your carrier a call so that they can make a coverage determination. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, listen, you're going to have the insurance company that you've been paying premiums to for the past six years come out and let you know if there's some damage on your roof. Tell me again, where's the scheme in this by having them come out? Homeowner listens. They decide they're gonna call it into State Farm or whoever their insurer is. And they say, hey, listen, I think I've got some hail damage or I think I've got some damage on my roof. How about you come out here and take a look at it? Great. At that point, an adjuster is gonna be sent out from the the carrier to your home. And that adjuster will oftentimes be met by the contractor that you originally, maybe you've hired or you trust his opinion. And they're gonna look at the place And that adjuster is going to go ahead and send a report back to what's called a desk adjuster, who's then going to make a determination of coverage. And they're going to decide whether you deserve a new roof or what you deserve exactly. So at that time, though, everybody, or slightly before, you're going to have a choice as a homeowner. And this is a big choice to make. And they're going to highlight this as we talk about rate increases. You can sign a contingency agreement with with your contractor saying that, hey, listen, if this claim gets approved, you're going to do the work for exactly what the insurance company pays. Or... You can sign an AOB, which is what I would suggest you do, with a good contractor. An AOB is an assignment of benefits. This allows the contractor to work directly with your insurance company. Now let me ask you a question. Who do you think a contractor would rather work with? You, the person who's filed one, two claims in their entire life? Or do you think they wanna work with a contractor who filed one, two claims yesterday? The person who has done 500 or 1,000 claims in their life and knows the tricks of an insurance company. If you are a for-profit business, Which one would you rather deal with? The answer is clear. You'd much rather deal with a homeowner. They they don't know what they're talking about. And if they don't know what they're talking about, it leaves the opportunity more for an individual, an insurance company, to sneak one over on them. To say, hey, listen, this isn't an insurable loss or whatever it might be. So I want you to keep that in mind. Who does the insurance company want to work with? But things go the same from there. They go ahead and file a report. A good contractor will send their report into that desk adjuster. And they will have both of them to look at. And then there's going to be a determination. They're either going to deny your claim outright, they're going to underpay it, or they're going to go ahead and let's just say they're going to short pay, or they're going to offer you a repair, one of those right there, or they're going to fly, flat out approve you for whatever you wanted. All three of those are an option. But then if they are denied or they feel like they're just short pay, as a Floridian, you have to decide what you're going to do. So you, the only way, and I want to be clear with this, you can't just go beg your insurance company and say, hey, you know, I'd really disagree with you. I think you should, you know, kind of, I don't know, you should go back on your decision and I wish you'd reconsider this and please, you know, look at the damage again. Do you think they're going to listen to you? How do you think you're going to get a billion dollar company when you're a homeowner in Zephyr Hills, Florida to listen to you? You're not, they're not going to, they don't care. You're denied, get out of here, go away, peasant. And that's what's going to happen. So how then, what options do you have, I would ask you as a homeowner, to go ahead and make the situation right? The only option is to file suit against that carrier. That's what you have the opportunity to do, because that gives the forces them to actually make a decision to prove their case. And we cannot lose that in the state. So when you hear things like frivolous or fraudulent lawsuits, what I would ask you is this is do you want to lose the opportunity? Do you want to lose the right to hold your insurance company accountable if they deny or underpay your claim? Because that is exactly what they're saying when they talk about all these fraudulent claims that are happening right now. You need the right to make things right for yourself. And if you get that taken away, you got nothing. What attorneys in the first party claims division do is they are the voice. They are the muscle for homeowners who otherwise would have no recourse against big insurance. That is what we need in this state. That is, what this, that is what homeowners need. We must have that opportunity. We must have that right to hold people accountable that we pay money to. Now, I do want to take a quick break here, and I'm going to tell you right here about why this is so important. I want to talk to you about, in my opinion, one of the top attorneys if you are interested in hiring an attorney to fight against these carriers. I'm talking about Candace Colucci, all right? The Colucci law firm. They're statewide. Um, a personal friend of mine, and somebody that will take care of you, okay? Um, They are fierce trial attorneys. These are not people that are going to sit there and try to just, I don't know what you might want to say, they're going to settle out. They are going to fight for you every step of the way. Let me tell you something else about them. Um, Last two weeks ago, we ended our documentary on Ian down in the southwest part of Florida. On the ground with us was Candace Colucci and her firm, not because they had money to make, but because they care about the residents of Florida. Took time away from her practice to go out there handing out food, handing out anything she could do to help homeowners. In fact, I, I asked her one time, I said, Candace, why are you here? Why are you doing this? You're not having any money to be made here. And she said, it's just the right thing to do. I live in this state, I can give back, I can help people. It's right. So listen, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you won't find a more of a class right here when it comes to attorneys. I'm um, an amazing group. I encourage you go to kalucci law group.com. Let them know that Patrick sent you over there. Get an attorney that's going to fight for you, going to fight against these insurance companies and be on your side. That is the Kalucci Law Group. That is kalucci law group.com. So now we're going back here. Let's say you've got a good attorney like Candace that's willing to fight for you, okay? You've got to change their decision. And so here's where you're gonna say these fraudulent claims happen. Here's why they're saying that, these, that the insurance rates are going up, that citizens has to pay more. Because if, they, if you bring a case against your insurance company, let's just say you win the case, they have to pay for your attorney fees. That's a good thing, everybody. Shouldn't that be the way that it is? Shouldn't you be able to go against your big insurance company and not have to worry about if I'm paying thousands upon thousands of dollars in fees? Of course not. So they're upset because insureds are taking cases to them, winning the cases, and they're having to pay the attorney fees for the insured who wins the case. They, like, let me just give you an example of how this might work. Um, you have your case denied. You say, no, you're wrong. You go to the courts. Judge agrees with you. And then they have to pay an absorbent amount of money in legal fees because they should have just done the right thing to begin with. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like the insured and the attorneys are the real problem here. As we have already stated, you have these same exact companies that are saying that, racking in record profit, record revenue, right into, um, right into their pockets. And that, to me, is where the fraud truly lies in this state. It is not with these carriers, or I'm not sorry, not the carriers, but the contractors. It is not with um, in the insured. It is not with... The public adjusters, and it's not with the attorneys. It's with the greed that we have from uh, big insurance, who obviously is in the pockets of our politicians, pushing a narrative that justifies rate increases all over Florida by saying that these carriers are flocking out of the state, that there's nowhere for people to turn, and that citizens is overwhelmed by litigation costs and people coming into their realm. But that's all false, folks. And all you have to do is follow the money. All you have to do is understand the process of how it really works. And you begin to see where the fraud and the corruption and the frivolousness of it all really lies. In this show, we will continue to look out for Florida homeowners, the truth behind why these rate increases are happening. And it's not because of the contractors that we work so closely with. These are good people on the ground. Don't believe me? I'm still waiting for the good hands and the good neighbor to actually put a darn roof on down in Southwest Florida. I don't see it happening. blue collar entrepreneurs, guys that are down there with no AC and no power putting lives back together. Do those sound like the guys that are the problem with the state or perhaps is it the people that are racking in record money here and then telling you that you've got to pay more? Which one do you think it is? Because in my opinion, the answer is clear. 6.4% rate increase for citizens here. We're going to continue to see rate increases from our private insurers. Why that is, I think we've made it pretty clear on this show. Floridians have got to wake up. We've got a special session coming around the corner. Another one from Ron DeSantis. And I believe in Ron DeSantis. I'm a big fan. But he's wrong on property here. And so is Jimmy Petronas. So is the rest of the crew over there at OIR should be the Office of Insurance Advocacy, not regulation. They're wrong. And we need to start looking out for one another. And that starts with contacting politicians, talking to your contractor, believing in the people that are doing the work on your home because they're the people that are truly going to look out for you. All right, an intense episode here of the Patrick Carr Show. Reason for that, folks, is I'm heated. I don't like it when our Floridians, my fellow Floridians, have got to pay out more money, all right? 6.4% 6.4% more. It is not fair. It is not right. And it's about time somebody goes ahead and exposes the truth behind why this is truly going on in the state. Make sure, okay, if you like this kind of content, you like it, you subscribe. There's a lot of great stuff as we lead into this special session I'm going to have coming out. A lot of great interviews with contractors. You'll be able to see the true goodness there is in this state and beyond here on this show. I'll tell you what, everyone, until next time, make sure you subscribe. Stick with us here on The Patrick Car Show. Have a great day.